0: Allegations were being taken very seriously, but we did not see the evidence that he presented in the intelligence to support the claims. All right, that's Jody Thomas, the Prime Minister's National Security and Intelligence Advisor. Uh, She was testifying in front of the House of Commons committee studying foreign election interference. Now that committee is continuing to hear testimony because the questions and concerns really haven't died down when it comes to these concerns over foreign interference in our elections. But will anything actually be investigated? Well, let's ask somebody who also used to do that job. Vincent Rigby is with us now, the former national security and intelligence advisor to the prime minister and actually is on the speaker list for this meeting. Uh, Vincent, thanks for being back with us this morning.
1: Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.
0: Now, I know you've had this job before. So did this issue come up when you were when you were doing this?
1: Well, I've always got to be very careful what I say, because I still have to adhere to the Security of Information Act. So I can't get into details about what I briefed the prime minister. But um, I think the headline yesterday, there would have been a headline yesterday if any of those officials had said that the prime minister had not been briefed about hostile state activities, um, including foreign interference. I think you just have to look at the newspaper sometimes to figure out what a national security intelligence advisor would be talking to the prime minister about. So um did my job in, include uh, foreign interference and hostile state activities and that sort of thing? I mean, absolutely. I think that's just a bit of a no-brainer. But I certainly couldn't give you details about what I briefed the PM on.
0: Right. But that's a good, I think, reminder for Canadians, for all of us, in that a lot of this, these, these headlines for us might be new. But for what's going on behind the scenes, a lot of this isn't new, is it?
1: Oh, no, it's not new at all. But I think it's a really important point that you make. Um, I mean, foreign interference has been a concern for, for a number of years. And if you look at the public reports of the Canadian Security Intelligence Service for the last few years, if you look at the reports of the Communication Security Establishment, another one of our of our security agencies, if you look at those reports, they, they talk about foreign interference. Um, and like COP, the National Security Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians, a really great, great uh, body of parliamentarians did an excellent report on foreign activities, uh, um, foreign interference activities, sorry, uh, three, four years ago. So this stuff is out there. It's happening in other countries. None of it, to be perfectly honest, would you comes as a real surprise to me that this stuff has been happening. We all know that it's been happening. The question now is how serious was it at the end of the day?
0: Right. And so that's really, I think, what a lot of us, you know, regular people, we have to keep in mind here, Vincent, is that uh, this is issues that our security services deal with on a daily basis. So then what what do you think, what kind of parameters, what kind of framework should we be viewing all of this through?
1: Well, again, I, I think that um, this is this is activity that is It's happening on a regular basis. And so it's not just foreign interference with respect to the electoral process, but there are foreign interference activities being conducted by countries like China, Russia, Iran, North Korea that are happening on a regular basis. And so uh, the the parameters for me is that we should be having a, a greater public discussion about these sorts of things so that Canadians are more aware. And I've been saying since I retired from the public service that Canadians need to think a little bit more and talk a little bit more about national security issues, and the government needs to talk a little bit about, about them a little bit more. And so um, I've been saying that we should have, for example, annual threat assessments put out by the government, which actually says, you know, this stuff is happening, um, foreign interference is happening, espionage is happening, um, Theft of intellectual properties cyber attacks, all these different threats that are out there that I think pass under the radar for most Canadians. They know about it in a very general way, but I think we need to have a more robust discussion. So I'm not uh, supportive of leaks of documents. I think it was egregious what happened. Whoever leaked these documents shouldn't have done that. But we are having a public discussion now, and uh, that's That's not necessarily a bad thing in terms of informing Canadians.
0: Well, Vincent, do you think, though, that that public discussion should include something like a public inquiry, which we've heard some of the opposition parties call for?
1: I don't think that the current house committee is going to get to the bottom of this because they don't have access to classified documents and government officials, as you saw yesterday, are not going to talk about this in any, de- any detail and nor should they, uh, they should not go public with intelligence and, and, and get into that because it, it can potentially turn around and be a threat to our national security. If they do talk about it and a threat to individual sources, that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, I actually am a big fan of that body I just mentioned, the National Security and Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians. It is supposed to be a nonpartisan body. It's not a parliamentary committee. It's a committee of parliamentarians. So it's a very important distinction. And MPs who sit on that on that body are supposed to park their political credentials at the door and be as nonpartisan as they possibly can be. And they've got um, high security clearances. I mean, they're cleared up the top secret so they could actually look at the documents and, and be given the documents and uh, and come to a conclusion. And their reports are public. They're they're often heavily redacted, uh, as they should be. But they can still come to conclusions and say to Canadians, this is what we this is what we found, and these are the things we think need to be done to improve the situation. So I like that body. Uh, David McGuinty is a fantastic chair, and so um, I, I think throwing the ball over to them uh, would be a good idea.
0: All right. So are you going to be following along quite closely? Here, you're, you're, there's a chance you could testify. Is that right?
1: Uh, it's, it's possible, um, w- without a doubt. I also follow it as uh, sort of quasi-academic now at, uh, at McGill University at the Max Bell School of Public Policy. So I, I follow it as a former practitioner, but, but also as, a, as an interested commentator. Um, and, and hopefully I can add some value to, to the discussion as we, as we move forward.
0: We'll see what happens. Vincent, thank you for your time this morning.
1: Absolutely. My pleasure at
0: any time. That's Vincent Rigby, who is a former national security and intelligence advisor to the prime minister. In fact, in the last few years, Uh, he was doing that job in January of 2020, retired in September of 2021. Uh, So he kind of is right in the middle of all of this. And as you heard him say, it's a good discussion for us to be having when it comes to national security uh, you know, events and and these things, doesn't like the way it happened, uh, but thinks that this is a better, broader discussion that we should be having here. Now, do you think there should be a public inquiry into this? Would you, is this a discussion that you think Canada needs to have more of? Let's talk about that. Simi at cknw.com. You can call or text our buzz line 604-331-2899.